Did you start? Welcome. Welcome to the Underappreciated Movie Podcast, where four friends discuss movies that they love, but maybe nobody else does. Hold on, this just in. What is it? Eating pasta has been scientifically shown to enhance happiness. Ooh. Um, unless you have celiac. Um. I'm Elaine. I'm Carly. John. I'm Tony. Each of us has a specific movie genre. I have horror, thriller. I have science fiction, fantasy. I have drama and romance. I have X-Men. You'll see. <laughs> You're only doing X-Men movies this year? So far. <laughs> so, I mean, you this could, a... That could go a while. Yeah, yeah, it could. Hmm. You could go through a whole lot of them. So Maybe each... you should have started at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> I did. <laughs> Didn't. Yes, I did. What was the first one? X-Men 1. <laughs> no, X-Men first class. I'm going timeline, chronological. If you're going chronological, then shouldn't you have done Wolverine Origins? No, because that takes place in like, wasn't that the 80s or the 90s? Mm-hmm. The majority? Well, it well, flashbacks. It goes back and forth. Times, you can't do Wolverine because it, it flashed back to the 1800s to the 20, yeah, 27. Yeah, so that technically, canonically, takes place first. Well, then I should do X-Men Apocalypse because that took place in ancient yeah. Egypt. <laughs> yeah, so you definitely didn't do the first one. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Forget I said You have to start with X1, then you do X2, then you do X3, then you do First Class, then you do... Um, Days of Future Past. Days of Future Past, where the timeline changes, which goes into Apocalypse and then Dark Phoenix. That's the only acceptable chronological origin. So we take Origins? turns. <laughs> Order. Take turns selecting movies from our genre that we want other people to hear about, and we discuss them between ourselves. Because mm-hmm. the other people we want to hear about them are each other, and Audra and Ben, and sometimes Will. Sometimes why? Mm-hmm. And other people who listen to us. I know there are other people. They don't email us, so we don't know their names, so we can't say hello to them. <laughs> but hello. You other people, <laughs> mystery listeners who downloaded this or listened to it, uh, who like us on SoundCloud, you're you're very All mysterious right, to us. <laughs> they are. They're very mysterious. Somebody liked us one of our tracks on SoundCloud the other day, and I was like, why? <laughs> it's such a Anders or Andreas S drop. Look, but I don't know, like, why? What draw you? What drew you in? What made you think? Let me try this. And did you stay? They might have done a search for whatever movie it was. I know it's so I do that sometimes. It's so intriguing, though. Did you see? Did you tell her about the that podcast you guys listen to? Was it yeah, the brothers? Yeah, we told her when we played mm-hmm. VR the other day. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't Tony remember. Tony started listening. They already re- released the first episode. He's already listening. It was pretty fun. I didn't finish listening to it. <laughs> so I picked since no one's gonna prompt me. I picked uh, Freaky, twenty twenty mm-hmm. this week. No, too late now. <laughs> it's never too I don't late. Need your pity prompt. It's on the podcast. <laughs> Is twenty twenty's Freaky? Uh, Rotten Tomatoes give it a critical score of eighty three, mm-hmm. and Rotten Tomatoes audience score is eighty. That seems high. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm not saying I don't like this movie because you'll have to wait for the end. But still, those those seem high for this kind of being kind of. Uh, it's a little bit lower budget. It's a little bit under the radar kind you, of a movie. I didn't love this movie, but I liked it. But everyone else loves this movie, that's, and I don't. I don't get that, and I picked it. Well, that's what I'm saying. The, the scores like, seem high. I think it resonated the with Metacritic? the younger Jesus, 67, which is pretty high for Metacritic. Yeah, for yeah. especially for a horror movie. That isn't like, you know, renowned. This is a Blumhouse movie, so same with Black Phone, and you know they're doing a lot of movies, uh, the horror stuff. Um, 
What did you think going in, Carla? Oh, wow. You're just jumping around. Yeah. Who's in this movie? We don't care. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. I know. I knew Tony wanted to see it and do it on the podcast, and I had seen the trailer, and I was like, all right. I don't really like Vince Vaughn, but we'll see. (laughs) Blaine? Well, you had told me when you picked it, because we were playing putt-putt or something, and you're like, I really want to do this movie, and I was like, oh, what is it? And you're like, "It's, it's a... Freaky Friday movie and Vince Vaughn is a serial killer. And I was like, oh, that sounds good. I can be into that. And then I was looking at it and I saw that it was the same guy that did Happy Death Day. And I was like, that was pretty good. So I was kind of excited for this. I thought oh, this had sorry. thought this had potential. <laughs> John? I thought that sounds interesting. Oh, another disappointed customer. <laughs> so the budget was $5 million mm-hmm. and it grossed $18 million. Mm, That's pretty good. Uh, and they're in talk. They well, I don't know if they still are. They said they were. They were in talks of doing a Happy Death Day crossover with this. I think that would be too confusing. Mm-hmm. But that's yeah. what they wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was written by Michael Kennedy. Mm-hmm. He wrote this, and it's a wonderful knife. That that was the horror Christmas movie that came out last year. I really, I would never have known that from the title. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was being like uh, I would have thought uh, that was a romantic a comedy set at Easter. <laughs> It was advertised a lot last year. It was a rom-com. It was written and directed by Christopher Landon. He did like all the paranormal activities. Mm-hmm. Um, he did Happy Death Day and Happy Death Day 2 and Blood and Chocolate. It's starring Vince Vaughn mm-hmm. as the butcher from Wedding Crashers, Dodgeball, Old School Maid. Have we done a Vince Vaughn movie? Can we do Dodgeball? No. No. We should. I don't know if we did any Vince Vaughn stuff. Uh, Unless he, and we didn't do. Did we like do a, Wedding Crashers? Uh, no. <laughs> but he shows up in a lot of shit. Like, like he's in Zoolander. He was in Swingers, but he's not really in Zoolander. Yeah, but you didn't pick Swingers, did you? Not, not yet. yet. I think I might. Yeah. I about my X Men. X Men. Honey, while you made be so money, that movie was not. That movie was amazing. Um, I'm sorry, I don't think you know what those words mean. I think you're amazing, so... Ooh. I mean... Gotcha. You could still be... I mean... Check bait. I mean, mate. You wanna play bait? Wow. Also starring Catherine Newton as Millie. She may be right, I may be crazy. All the Ant-Man movies? Not all the Ant-Man movies. Well, that's what they have her listed as. She was Cassie in Quantumania. Yeah, the first two she wasn't. But that was a different actress, the yeah. first two. It was a little and she doesn't even look like Cassie. in yeah. like I was I'm like, I had to go, well, no, but like, she doesn't even look how she looks when in Quantumania. I was like, what? Really? That's the same girl? And I had to look at pictures. It was weird. Uh, Uriah Shelton was Booker. He was in mm-hmm. 13 Reasons Why, which I watched the first season of. I liked it. I'd rather watch the TV show Booker. Did you do Anchorman? No. Mm-mm. Misha Osservish mm-hmm. is Josh. He was in Nosferatu. And Melissa Kalarzo is Ryler. She was in The Little Mermaid. You haven't done Mr. and Mrs. Smith yet? No. You haven't done Be Cool? All movies that you should be doing that have Vince Vaughn in them. Why are you yelling at me? Ain't nobody stopping you from doing it. I'm never going to pick... Uh, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. It's like your second favorite movie of all fucking time. It's not my second favorite movie of all time. It's your all-time favorite movie. No. <laughs> I know. It's, and 
I mean, you haven't done Lost World, Jurassic Park? I mean, I think my favorite movie of all time right now, maybe The Gentleman? <laughs> uh, yeah, probably. It's gotta it's, be up there. It's up there. It's in the top three. I, <laughs> There's I, nothing the about that movie. The Gentleman supplanted that Thor Ragnarok, which was your favorite movie. Thor Ragnarok is gonna be whatever Gentleman is, that's right after that. <laughs> yeah, The Gentleman is number one, and Thor Ragnarok is number two, and Rocky is number three, which is a shame, because it got bumped all the way down to three, and then The Godfather, solid number four. But if you got a bit bumped down by two movies, it's not bad. Those aren't bad movies to be bumped down by. Mm-hmm. I got two reviews. And then his five is probably the original Iron Man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Endgame. Okay. And then the Iron Man. <laughs> I really like Endgame. I am Iron Man. First one is from Backup50362. Uh-huh. It, it's freaky, all right, how much this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> we have the usual edgy pie-faced teenage girl movie, who I guess is supposed to be the hot chick, swaps bodies with Jason Voorhees, so of course she kills a bunch of men, and that's the movie. The ending is also, of course, the most generic slasher movie endings you can imagine, like cosmically cringy. There's almost no imagination or originality in this movie that I assume was made by people who thought it was creative and new. It's extreme, extremely generic, predictable, with characters that are walking cliches, with the only violent murder victims being, of course, male, and, of course, that ultra-generic ending, too. Ugh, movies today. Wow, that guy had feelings. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, here's 10 out of the 10. thing. Because no, Tony had read that when I was with him. She does, they, she does kill one girl, the only girl that spends any time with her. <laughs> True. And she almost kills her sister. <laughs> But her mom stops her. Yeah, she kills that girl. Like she, she's not only going after men. Well, there's only. It's s- not like Jennifer's body where she's targeting men. Yeah. She's I'm targeting like, the people who are hanging out with her, and it's boys. I think. <laughs> I feel like. I think she, she kills anybody who comes across her path. Yeah. <laughs> all the girls in the movie have plot armor because they're all major characters or tied to the main right. character. The other thing is. But anybody she, else like that? She figures out, or he figures out, real fast that he's not as strong as. He's a weak, wimpy little is. teenage girl. Yeah. So it was actually hard for him to kill the one chick he did. And it was easier as a hot chick to lure men and get their guard down yeah. to then kill. Yeah. Yep. Uh, second review is from Worm Hat's Worm Hat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Checks out. Awesome. This was fun and funny and suspenseful, and I loved it. I'm so glad Vince Vaughn got slightly shunned by Hollywood for believing in lower taxes because he's doing some of the best work now. Brawl in Cell Block 99 is one of my favorite movies ever. Vince Vaughn came out as a Republican, which hurt his career. Oh, okay. This is the first I've heard of that. I didn't know because I don't care a shit about what rich people think about our government. Well, that's what... People do like, oh, you're not in my little club. Well, then you can't play with anybody. But all those rich people are Republicans. They're just not public <laughs> no, They're quietly Republicans. I just—that's what I just said. Yeah. That's what I just said. I'm agreeing with you. I've mm-hmm. met a few celebrities in person, and he was the definitely me in. definitely the coolest and nicest. If you don't have fun with this movie, I will be shocked. Mm-hmm. Ten out of ten. And then the review under it is funny and fun. Tony was like, is that read, what everybody wrote? I read about <laughs> five or six reviews, and I'm like, these are AI. Like, or really stupid people. Because it's like, they're, it's hard to tell. The reviews are so bad. Badly written. 
could just be really stupid people. All right. So and how many people tell you, say in their review, this movie sucks so bad, I turned it off after 10 minutes. Okay. But then you, you don't get the right the review. You good parts of the movie. <laughs> well, yeah, you didn't actually see the movie, so you're, re- you're reviewing the opening credits and therefore have lost all credibility. See what I did there? <laughs> so welcome back to the podcast. Blumhouse, Black Phone, Happy Death Day. Opens on Wednesday the 11th. Both those movies were good. Mm-hmm. Blumhouse does okay, especially for horror movies. They're all at least eh, two. Oh, wow. <laughs> I feel like horror movies are hard to make good horror movies. Well, it's, they're just, well, tech, well, one thing is technology really hurts horror. You know, that's why so many people run out of, don't have signal or their batteries run out and stuff. I mean, how often does that really happen, you know, mm-hmm. where somebody's not in touch with you or knows where you're at? Nowadays, it's really tough. Plus, every inch of everything has cameras all over everything, you know. So, it's just, it's a hard time for horror. So, a lot of stuff is being done in the 80s. Because <laughs> that's when you can kill people yeah. and get away with it. Those are the good old days. Good old days of murder. Which is weird because plenty of people get murdered today and nobody fight and knows yeah. who did it. I mean, allegedly. <laughs> what opens on Wednesday, ele- on Wednesday the 11th? Two pairs of teens sit in the backyard of the fire pit telling local stories about the Blissfield Butcher. Two blondes, a boy and a girl, and two brunettes, a boy and a girl. I don't remember their names because who cares? (laughs) (laughs) They don't live long enough for me to care. Pretty sure the brown-haired dude's name was Josh. Was it? But I know, I knew the main character was blonde, so at first I thought this was the main character chick. So did I. Now, I knew there was a magic knife involved and then we see the magic knife in the house and I thought that she stabs him with the knife trying to defend herself. That's not what happened. We're going to talk about it. The boy brunette spills a drink on the girl brunette he's with and she goes inside to try and clean up and he follows her. The two blondes immediately start making out. Inside, the guy sees an an artifact collection and opens a small crate Inside's a mystical dagger. The skull handles has eyes and that glow red. <laughs> Boy searches around some I've more. I've seen mystical daggers. Don't touch it. Go. I'm not touching anything in this it's house. It's the I'm looking at this house going, I don't think I need to be in this Why house. Why did she <laughs> let them go inside? This she house was, is creepy. Because she <laughs> was busy waiting for the other guy to go inside. The, the dark-haired girl tells the dark-haired she boy mystical that, blah, blah, <laughs> that Blah Blah's dad is an art collector, but everything is like skulls. She wasn't going to collect his art. She was going to collect She was going to get painted. That would make sense. She wanted I, to get them pillars. I kind of thought that blonde-haired Blah Blah's dad was going to be the serial killer, mm-hmm. and that maybe they and so. maybe they switch places, <laughs> and that's how she finds out her dad is a serial killer. Ooh. That's right. <laughs> Boy searches around some that's more. That's the T, and she got the D. While the girl looks for soda, water to clean her, help clean her clothes, the boy goes into the basement and finds more artifacts along along with a wine rack. He pulls out a uh, an old. Montrachet, greatest dry wine in the world. That shard. Actually, he says it's a Montrachet. Yeah, he doesn't know how to say it, but it's a very expensive wine. It usually rolls between seven hundred to fifteen hundred dollars a wine bottle for mm. the basic ones. You don't have any? No. <laughs> I, I looked when I looked. I was like, maybe I'll pick a bottle of that up for the podcast. That'll be fun. And I was like, I know it's a big deal, but how expensive could it be? Oh, well, never mind. Gummy <laughs> bears, it is. <laughs> <laughs> um. More expensive than but the watch also, shot is wearing. But also, uh, 
Monrochet is a shard. Mm-hmm. And when he drops it, it's a red. So yeah. I'm like, I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> they just don't know what it is. Um, so as he cleans up, uh, the butcher yanks his head back by the hair and rams a, <laughs> rams a wine bottle down his throat and then smashes, smashes his throat and kills him. This was an interesting death. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, all of the deaths are pretty inventive as far as well, serial killer deaths go. Like, it's kind of funny because he seems to have a mask that he prefers to wear. But at this, but he doesn't have a preferred method or weapon. He uses whatever is handy the whole time. He just cares about murder. Mm-hmm. Plus, it's kind of hard to get too distinct, I think, because so many killers. Like, if you wear a mask, you're fucking nope. Michael Myers. If you wear well, like a sports like, mask, you're Jason. If you use well, claws, a lot of this stuff was on that. Was on yeah, it's a lot of Like, this gave me serious uh, Mike Myers, Jason vibes right at the beginning here. Yeah. I'm like, wah, wah. Yeah. <laughs> The girl is in the bathroom cleaning up. Butcher kicks in the door and smashes her head in the toilet seat. Hard cut to Pound Town. I was eating breakfast. Blonde male. And when she went toward the toilet and he did too, I was like, nope, I'm not watching her get killed by a toilet. I thought he was going to drown her, but that is not what he did either. I didn't see it because I didn't want to see it. He smashed While her. I was eating my bagel. He put her on the toilet seat and smashed the lid until she died. That's painful. The blonde male has a blonde female bent over the car cleaning her pipes. She finishes first and jumps away. He says, hey, what about me? She says, you take too long. And this vagina isn't an all-night drive through I thought that was the funniest <laughs> shit. <laughs> I love how she was like, I'm done. We're done. Let's go. <laughs> he follows her out to the tennis court, angling for a, a HJ, and uh, when all the spotlights come on. The butcher appears behind the blonde kid, snaps a tennis racket in half, and puts it back together in the kid's temples. That was pretty fucking good. She, she runs screaming. The butcher, a large man in jeans, a black t-shirt, sweatshirt, and a featureless mask with like two eye holes and a mouth slit, smashes through the door, chasing her. He grabs a spear and chucks it at her, but just misses her. She jumps in a closet. He comes over, searches for her, yanks open the closet door, but it's just fur coats in there. He leaves, and we see there was a secret door, and she comes back inside. What? And I'm like, instead of Jay hit it! Why Jay hit it? What? I'm glad everybody thought that. There's a secret room, and you come out? He didn't find you! What is wrong with you? This dumb bitch deserved to die. (laughs) This bitch was trying to die. When you go through the secret door to Narnia... You don't come back out to check if the serial killer is still there. <laughs> Fuck you. A car outside beeps, and so she runs for it, yelling mommy, daddy, whatever. The butcher snatches her and slams her onto the spear that he threw earlier, impaling her. After killing her, muttering voices call to him from the mystical knife. He removes his mask, and it's Vince Vaughn. The parents walk in the house. Uh, and they scream at the sight of their impaled daughter. We're gonna find three other kids. <laughs> How yeah. long till they find the one in the basement? <laughs> I don't know. The screen uh, pans over to the missing dagger. The stand has been smashed. He took it. Freaky. Cut to Thursday the 12th. Well, at first, I was like, is this the right movie? <laughs> <laughs> this is a long open, and Tony turned it on and then went upstairs. 
And I'm just sitting there going, this is the right movie, right? <laughs> well, what it is is it's kind of Because it like, wasn't freaky yet. They did, the, they did the same thing they did in the Jason movie mm-hmm. where... Look, we're gonna be we're gonna be going into this. This movie takes a long time to set up, mm-hmm. so it's like, look, we're gonna be doing a lot of high school shit for a while, and that's not what people came to see. So we're gonna give you a bunch of death and gore in the beginning, and then we're gonna get into the movie. So I get it, but it's a little weird. Same thing with the Jason movie. There's a lot of I'm looking for my sister for like two hours before we even see Jason. So Jason comes in the beginning, kills the fuck out of everybody, and then we start the movie so that people can get a little bit of a fix, you know. Mm-hmm. So. We see a blonde high schooler, Millie, rise out of bed. She kisses her panic at the disco poster. <laughs> and she goes to the kitchen where blonde mom and blonde police officer sister, Charlotte, uh, Charlene, all sit down for a nice Aryan breakfast together. Charlene asks, uh, who, what is that? Charlene asks, who is taking Millie and her eyebrows to homecoming? She's not going. She's going to see Wicked with her mom at the Anus Theater. There's an allusion to everything not being all right. And mama, and mom's. Why are you like, making all these Nazi jokes? Because they're, they're all blonde haired, blue eyed. They're not Nazis. Empty shot. They're not non Nazis? There's a empty sure. shard bottle in the trash. Charlene sees this and is like, mm, makes a disappointed face at mom. Millie walks to school. And uh, I really think that this, I really thought for a second this was the Back to the Future set. It really looks like that. She gets scooped up on the way by her friend Joshua and female friend Nyla. Mm-hmm. He, he yells, I love your black wiener to Mr. Daniels. <laughs> Which is just a dick thing to yell at someone like that. He has a little wiener dog. He's a black dude. Mm-hmm. And the dog is black too. Yeah. <laughs> well, I said it, what? It's a black wiener. They try to convince her... Uh, to bolt on the theater plans and come to homecoming dance, dance but she thinks uh, there'd be too much guilt. She needs to hang out with her mom. Mm-hmm. Now it says, no, she has to go. It's uh, it's a year. She's the yearbook photographer, so she can't kick out on it. And Josh says he wants to score any drunk straight boys who suddenly decide they're gender fluid. Yay, so, rape. So yeah. John goes, that's a little rapey. It's <laughs> a lot rapey. And he's completely okay with it. <laughs> yeah, you know, what's a little rape among dudes, huh? Yeah. We all been there. Wait, what? You ever give a shit? <laughs> <No. laughs> this is like that scene from Train Day. You ever give a shit pushed in? <laughs> Jesus. Mm. Uh, they head hard that uh, she needs to do what's good for her enjoyment and not her mom's. In school, a boy barks at her like a dog. Yeah, what? Why? Did, scaring did this the shit happen out to anybody her? in high school? People mm. just walk around barking at you? Mm. No. No. Not that I can recall, but I do think it, this is one of those things where the hot chick is then bullied and treated like she's the ugly girl. Which yeah, is trust really me, funny. no one is bullying this girl because well, she... Well, I mean, she's... Fuck Addie. She's kind of a nerdy girl. She's a school mascot, but like... And apparently she's poor. <laughs> yeah, it's weird though. I feel like, I guess maybe we're just out of touch generation generationally. Because none of these kids <laughs> look like the type of kids that would get bullied. Like, they definitely would. Like, if I went, if they were going, went to my high school, they wouldn't have gotten bullied. We've got they bullied. Would, we were single strapping it. They double strapped now. We all be single strapping Maybe, <laughs> maybe they wouldn't have been super popular, but that doesn't mean they would have been bullied. Mm-hmm. Well, what I've gotten from watching this movie too many times recently is. Mm-hmm. Too many times. What they, I think what they do a poor Seven. job of 
doing is coding her as she's very like a little girl mm-hmm. type thing because she wears like these big flowy flower dresses and she mm-hmm. has teddy bears and she's still kissing her little posters. Like they they kind of allude Alina that she's that. she's they kind of allude to her being like very immature little girl, but they don't mm-hmm. do it well enough for that to stick. So you're like, I don't understand why this blonde chick is getting bullied. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't make she's any sense. She's not like a nerd or any weird shit, you know. That, well, she is friends with a rapist, so there's that. Well, I did. But that's in now. It's, you know. A friend of <laughs> Jessica's had a nickname for me that was Sparky. Sparky. Sparky? And I thought that was offensive because that's a dog name. <laughs> Did you shoot sparkles out of your fingers? No. He said it was because I was always jumping on the trampoline. I was always jumping around a lot. Oh. I'm like... You were a cheerleader. Yes, I was. So... But I didn't like the nickname. You don't like, you don't like, you don't like Sparky? No. It just made me think of a dog's name. <laughs> I mean, it's not the worst thing you've ever heard. It's not old bologna sandwich. <laughs> I mean... I mean, that's pretty much a perfect nickname, so... <laughs> After she gets barked at, uh, girl Ryler, was that her name? Yes. Ryler comes at her with her little crew. And, Is it uh, Ryler or Ryler? The Mean Girls come it's up. something anyway, weird. Anyway, yes. And then the plastics from the Mean Girls, they all make fun of her clothes. Did you buy that at the discount barn? Yeah. Molly's late to her and woodshop plant. they know her mom works at the discount barn. you get the employee discount? It's like, um, <laughs> No. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Why does it, why does it, what does it matter to you? <laughs> she doesn't. She's late to her woodshop class. Her teacher, Cameron from First Blues, they all. Jerk. <laughs> yeah. Sit down. And I was like, like let my the, Cameron go, man. What the fuck Whoa. is this? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, like, there's the strict about being tardy repeatedly, but this is. Now I know why Ferris stops talking it didn't make a lot of sense, and we didn't really see any reason. I didn't see any reason for him to Look, be like this. This teacher's just getting taking it out on her because her father, his father, yelled at him when he wrecked his Ferrari. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe. Was her father Ferris? Her father might be Ferris. Oh shit! Oh. We don't know. Because we knew he didn't actually marry Sloane. No, <laughs> she woke up to that shit quick. All right, so yeah, Cameron gives tells her sit down. And uh, our watch our football player here's uh, doghouse that he built. Teacher approves of, the, of this and then asks Millie where is hers, and she says, "Well, it's not due till the sixteenth next week, Monday." Cameron doesn't gives a shit and says, "Well, I need to see it now." And she's like, "Well, I, I don't have it now." So uh, Millie's sitting next to her crush Booker, mm-hmm. and calls he calls the teacher a dick, but then everyone's cell phone goes off with messages. Four Blissfield teens were found brutally murdered. Suspects still at large. <laughs> Millie meets up with Nyla and Josh as they snark at the kids on the news. Millie ponders who would do something like this. Josh says, well, obviously it's the Blissfield butcher. <laughs> Nyla says, that's just an urban legend. That's not real. And Josh says, well, four really dead teens says otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> that's I mean, good evidence. not wrong. Miley says, well, they'll have to cancel Homecoming. Josh says, no way, man. Homecoming's like Christmas around here. It's too big. And he's wrong. Uh, they cut to... Oh, he's right. They do have Homecoming. Yeah, but no, they, they definitely don't have the dance. But they definitely would have canceled the game. Like, there's no way yeah. if four kids died at your school, you would still have the Homecoming game. Yeah. This, like is can- this shit's canceled. Well, we cut to the Homecoming game. Uh, the Homecoming gay? Game. Who's the Homecoming gay? Josh. Mm. <laughs> is that like Hawkeye? <laughs> Millie is the mascot of the school, the beaver. 
and jocks are giving her shit. You can't have a high school name the Beavers. You yeah. can. Apparently, she's the only beaver that they don't want to touch. Mm. Which, which, okay, it's definitely not true because she is an attractive girl, even if she's kind of like a look. Yeah, let me tell you something about teenage boys. They don't give a <laughs> shit that she's kind of childlike. Let me tell you something about teenage boys, okay? They're gonna if she's it. willing, they're in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the requirement. Sold America. Mm hmm. And the Beavers were the high school team of uh, Team Wolf. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> what if it's the same? Oh, high I bet you it's a. That's the best year. It's an homage too, because yeah. there's a lot of little hidden shit in there. Because they were the Beavers. Um, so would have been cool if they were all basketball players and then football players. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the all game, I know is two Beavers are better than one. They're twice the fun. <laughs> I've heard that. The game ends. Ask anyone. Millie waits for her mom, who is late. Josh and Nyla say, "Look, we can, you can just drive with us." And she says, "No, she's going to wait for her." Why? I don't know. Why did she think her mom... Why didn't she just plan to ride with them in the first place? I know. She says, well, there's a tons, tons of people around anyway, so she's safe. And then they do an exaggerated handshake and leave. Cut to much later. They need the exaggerated handshake for later, of course. <laughs> well, if I switched bodies with the murderer, I'm pretty sure... I would have to use super secret things to convince John <laughs> that I was now Vince Vaughn. <laughs> no, because he'd be safe because you wouldn't. The murderer would be gone, and he'd have the new person. I oh, <laughs> I didn't get it. <laughs> so we uh, much later, everyone else is gone. And I would never you. I would not kiss you. As Vince Vaughn. <laughs> well, thank God for that. I was like, please because don't make fun of that. Happens. Oh my God. I, I mean, we'll talk about it when it happens, but Elaine was very upset. <laughs> that they were going to make. still me. Give me a kiss. I don't think no. it's okay for Vince Vaughn to kiss that boy. <laughs> we'll get to that. No, not going to happen. So she texts drunk Well, mom. this is a very woke movie. They're getting across that you, um, it's the person, not what's the show. Vince Vaughn can't kiss underage boys. <laughs> and that boy wasn't 18. Oh, shit. Gross. But it's not who you are on the outside. Gross. It's who you are on the inside. Mm-hmm. Gross. That's, that's sending the Vince message. Vaughn should have put his big foot down and been like, gross. <laughs> and, and that teenage boy would not have done that. No, not ever. Because I may be no. not in touch with the new teenage boys lingo and how they get down and shit, but I guarantee you they're not kissing the girl in a 40-year-old man's body. Because <laughs> <laughs> guess what? You are probably not, because that me. the only way you want to kiss that 40-year-old man or 50-year-old man is if you were also attracted to 50-year-old men. Year old and people who are attracted to 55-year-old men are generally not attracted to 16-year-old girls. It's generally yeah, that not. diagram doesn't go. It is the tiniest slice of... That, that diagram never intersects. Lane's right. So Charlene comes My home. My math checks out. Damn right. Charlene comes home and sees drunk mom is drunk and the phone is ringing. It's Millie. Uh, she answers the phone, talks to Millie, but Millie tries to explain to her to come pick her up, but her phone was at 1% battery earlier, and now it dies. Look, if Millie's not home, you know your little sister is the mascot. You know it was homecoming. Yes. You know mom's drunk. You know she needs a ride. And she does show up. Also, if It you just watch... takes her a little bit to get there, because well, I don't know how far away from this high school they live. That's what I'm going to say. Because is... I would have just fucking walked. If you watch, <laughs> if you watch this movie, by the time of it, Everyone lives a block away. <laughs> like, they literally run to the school from their houses at some points in minutes. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. At no point does she just start walking. The large spotlight's cut off. 
and Millie starts to sing, she'll be coming around the mountain to herself to calm herself. The butcher Which appears. Which is pretty fucking creepy. Like, I mean, like you would sing what something. What was she supposed to sing? Let's go to the mall? No, but. Today? Like you would. Today. S- Never mind. Moving on. Today. I'm not part of this podcast. No worries. Today. The butcher appears across the street, dagger sing in hand. Sing the song again. Millie mm-hmm. says, please don't be no, the butcher. No, you don't deserve the beaver song again. Ooh. Wow. No beaver. None for you. She says, please don't be the butcher. Please don't be the butcher. To herself. Just then he, he picks the knife up in his hand. And she says, my sister's going to be here. And she's a cop. With a gun. <laughs> he starts to walk towards to those cops her. that don't have guns in England. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck she, that job. <laughs> she yells shit and hauls ass. She actually says shit? And she has to haul ass. Nah, she knows. She got a couple of ass. I bet she's never heard of GoBots. No, probably not. (laughs) He chases her and uh, she hides. I mean, she's kind of nerdy. Maybe she has. She hides in canvas signs as the butcher stalks around. Then he leaves. She comes out and looks around. Popping out. And he appears. (laughs) She waited, what, 30 seconds before she popped out of there? Fuck off, dumbass. She deserved to die. He chases her down and tackles her. And as he lifts the blade, the moon is covered by clouds, and a Mayan Aztec temple appears. That was kind of cool. The skies, mm-hmm. the skull's eyes glow red, and he plunges the dagger into her shoulder. I guess. Mm-hmm. And uh, he recoils in pain too, as he is also injured. Just as her sister runs up and shoots her gun in the air. Sure. Yeah, yeah. My sister is lying on the ground, and there's with a the guy butcher. with with a giant forty year old man on top of her. I mean, I don't know that I'm sh- firing. For, let's talk. We'll get there about how shitty this sister is as a cop. Right. But, like, I don't... First of all, why are you shooting your gun? She could be fucking this dude. And it could be consensual. <laughs> like, what, Like, and you're just going to fire off a warning shot? That seems... I don't know. Hey, get off my sister seems like the appropriate response. Not shoot my gun in the air. And in the scuffle, mm-hmm. uh, Millie knocked his hood off. So... Because he was still, he had his mask on, right? Yeah. yeah. And she knocked it off. She takes it off. Well, and I think this is how people figure out what he looks like. Because it yeah. seems like everybody knows what he looks well, like. Well, the she only one, the sister gets kind of, I guess, kind of a good look. <laughs> well, the dagger lays next to her. Uh, police take it into evidence. Millie's quiet and reserved now. Uh, well, she, she's had a traumatic experience. She's she actually weird, back. and I thought they changed right away, but they didn't. Yeah, it's kind of like a gradual thing. Which is it weird because she seems to be acting too weird to not have body swapped yet. <laughs> the But they kind of keep a little bit. Yeah. So maybe maybe she's starting to feel something. Yeah. But the when we see her at night and the clock chimes 12 and yeah. you know. <laughs> the night that night she has nightmares about and visions about the butcher. The next morning, she awakes and she's not Millie. She and the butcher have switched places. Her mom comes in to comfort her, but Butcher Millie doesn't talk to her. Butcher Millie's trying to figure out what the fuck's going on. (laughs) Is he an alien? (laughs) I'm like, no, because I'm like, is he an alien? Because he's acting really weird. He's like, I made breakfast. He's like, breakfast? And Tony goes, I don't know what breakfast is. Food I've never eaten before. Uh-uh. And I said, I think he's it was just like mentally Joe Black. ill. Peanut butter? I think maybe <laughs> he hasn't had, had fucking... home 
cooked food in a very, very, very long time. But um, Tony goes, whose mom wakes up and makes, like, pancakes one day and French toast the next day? (laughs) The kind that feels bad because she got drunk and didn't pick you up and you got attacked by the butcher. But she, Tony's like, I can understand today, yeah. and you're not going to school, but yesterday she made pancakes oh, too. Oh, <laughs> hey, you're definitely not going to school. What the fuck is this? I let him go to school if I wanted to go to school. <laughs> but it's better than being sitting home and just thinking about being attacked all day. Yeah. Plus, you have, you know, most likely have some uh, friends at school that will comfort you and talk to you, get it all out, talk, to, talk about it a bunch of times. If my best friend was attacked by the butcher, I wouldn't go to work, and I would be with her as she didn't go to work. <laughs> Just saying. That's too. He looks at all the girly stuff in the room and then checks his or her boobs. <laughs> like you would. Then actual Millie wakes up in an abandoned house with a deeper Vince Vaughn type voice. <laughs> she sees a mirror and screams, and the screen flashes Friday the 13th. She looks around and panics. A druggie runs in and asks if she has if he has any drugs. She says no, but asks if she looks like a petite teenage girl. The man smiles and says, you do have drugs. Give me some. I want to be a petite teenage girl, too. <laughs> he says, I'll suck your dick. <laughs> and then he, he, she runs away. Butcher in Millie's body comes to the kitchen and fixates on Millie's mom's cutting bananas with a knife. She inhales the breakfast. Uh, she never I almost thought before. he was going to be allergic to bananas the way they kept talking about That's fucking exactly bananas. <laughs> I know, but like everything was bananas. B A N A N A S? Yeah. Apparently, Millie loves bananas. Banana I thought, pancakes. I really thought the butcher was going to be allergic to bananas. <laughs> the mailman comes, uh, knocks at the door, and asks about Millie. Uh, so I thought I was watching the wrong movie because the mailman came. And not Mailman twice. is gay, and he's one of the only people that's available on Josh's gay people in the neighborhood. App. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that was evidently the Grinder app, and they were fine with it being used as long as everybody using it was over eighteen. And they, he did mention, I just turned eighteen, I could go to jail. <laughs> Which I think is why they had to do that. Because <laughs> uh, it is their senior year. She's seventeen. Or so, unless she's graduating early, because she's reaching out to colleges and getting letters, and her friends are 18, so she's, you know. Yeah, she's... The boy she likes might be 18, or he might be You're right, he might be. It's so creepy, though. I stand by my stance. I don't disagree. (laughs) Very, I was very upset that whole scene. (laughs) Mom says that she's in shock, but she'll be okay soon. Charlene comes in. Uh, Butcher is holding the knife. And watching her, mm-hmm. Butcher goes to stab Charlene, but Mom takes the knife at the last second and says she should go rest. Mom says, I hope you aren't thinking of going to school. And Butcher says, school? She goes, yeah, you, all your friends will be there. She means friends. And then he <laughs> smiles. The news is running Vince Vaughn's pick uh, 24-7 as the Butcher. At school, Millie in the Butcher's body is running around trying to talk to people, but they scream as soon as they see him and run away. <laughs> like you would. Uh, Butcher in Millie's body is in the closet trying to find clothes to put on. She gives up and goes and looks into her sister's uh, sister's room. She finds a leather jacket and then strolls into high school with Kay Sarah Sarah playing a big nod to Heather's. With her new confidence, clothes, and attitude. It also dudes... reminded me kind of of Jennifer's body. Mm. Does she have a wedding? No. Oh, Vagisil. <laughs> 
You guys are both upsetting. <laughs> no, no I didn't make that up. That's what. That's why you don't get the beaver song. <laughs> Nyla and Josh try to talk to her. Two beaver song. And, and she's like, fuck off. Yeah. And Ryler tries to talk to her. Um, and yeah, she tells them all to fuck off. Uh, it's weird that the butcher wants to talk to Ryler or goes off with and decides to kill Ryler and ignores the two people that obviously are this girl's friends. It's, it's a little weird to me. Mm-hmm. It's because you don't mind when that girl dies. You'll mind. Oh, I mind. <laughs> Outside, don't tell me what I mind. <laughs> Outside the police patrol while Millie and Butcher's body hides. And then he makes it into the school because schools are just open. I mean, the door's just unlocked. This is 2020. <laughs> there is no way he got in that school. That's when Tony goes, wait, wait, the most unbelievable thing is about to happen. <laughs> I believe you. I believe the Aztec dagger before I believe you could just walk into a school in 2023. <laughs> Grown ass fucking man who doesn't work at a school walks in. <laughs> Negative. The door's just open. Yeah. Yeah, no fucking way, Hollywood. Hollywood. <laughs> Fuck off, Blumhouse. Tony goes, Maybe they should have made this movie in the 80s. Set it in the 80s. Yeah, yeah do you believe that in the 80s? In the 80s, anybody get into a school. You believe that? All the doors that? were just open. You believe that in 90s. Because that's how we you should get into school. You could have made this 2003. You would leave school and then you'd come, come back. Because right you'd be like, I got a test. I got to make it back for seventh period. You, you go back. Actually, the doors were propped open sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's hot. We got to get some circulation. So Ryler and Butcher go into a dark locker room. Butcher grabs a fire extinguisher to beat her to death, but changes his mind and runs his fingers through her hair. Mm-hmm. She gets weirded out and goes to use the bathroom. Ryler texts some girls that Millie has turned into a lesbian, uh, and she hears someone showering and goes to check it. Millie and Butcher's body is taking a shower. Because she's disgusting. Mm-hmm. Ryler runs to Butcher in Millie's body and tells her... Because the Butcher is, what, a homeless drug addict who murders people? I we guess, don't really, I think like, so. He lives <laughs> in that abandoned warehouse place. It's really weird. There's a head in the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> she says, uh, you have to hide, and sticks her into a... And she's like, the Butcher's here, the Butcher's chamber. here. And she's like, is it safe? <laughs> and Millie and the Butcher and Millie goes... I, I don't know. <laughs> Shuts the door and turns the shower. I said, up. what high school locker room has yeah. cryo chambers? Yeah. Yeah. This is why Lane was so pissed. <laughs> what? You can't kill somebody like that. And how could you put it down at minus movie? 300 degrees? <laughs> yeah. Tony's like, it maybe do that? for like the football players if they're doing like physical therapy or but something. They, but they're just, that would not they're just be. tanks that you sit in. They're not, they, you don't get into a chamber. I thought it was like a tanning bed at first. I thought, oh, he's going to fry her up on a tanning bed. Well, the cryo things usually come up to here. Yeah. So you get in this like thing. Yeah. And it comes up to your neck and you just, it gets cold real quick and you hop out. But you're yeah. in it for like three minutes. Yeah. It's it doesn't close. lock you in. If there's anything like that at my school, then it's in the there's athletic office. It's going to be like a therapist dude who has an office. It's not in the locker room. No. <laughs> not for high school football. <laughs> Maybe for college football. But there yeah. is a room off the small gym. I don't know Maybe. what this dude's job is. Maybe in Texas. Baby got back. There you go. But there's oh, like. Baby got back. Texas is big time. There's like physical therapy equipment in there. And uh, there's a dude who comes and goes from there, and it's his office. I don't know what his job is. If we had something like that, I guess it would be in there. <laughs> this is like the end of Greece where they have a carnival, 
<laughs> for the high school class? But Bullshit. I've been yeah. in both locker rooms <laughs> completely, front to back, every part, because I have to take my students to the bathroom in there sometimes, and there's no cryo chambers. <laughs> well, Millie and Butcher's body hears a beep going off, runs over to the cryo chamber and opens it. Ryler's frozen solid body falls and shatters. And that's what happens when and you that have a real fucking T-1000. T- less than 10 minutes? Sure. <laughs> Again, cool death, though. She became yeah. an ice cube. It's a better <laughs> ice death than anything that happened in Jack Frost. Oh. <laughs> the principal goes over the loudspeaker saying the dance must be postponed indefinitely until the butcher is caught. Mm-hmm. The butcher and Millie's body is stalking down the halls when teacher Cameron yells at yells at her to come to class. Her football crush cuts his finger next to her and he sucks what? on her blood. She sucks Why? on his finger. She, he's not Dracula. No, it, it didn't make any sense because he doesn't suck blood. He doesn't like guys. So I don't know what you're getting out of this. Well, you we know don't what I mean? really know if he likes guys well, that's or not. True. I, I don't really I think don't he's know. interested in things sexually. He's really into the stabby really stab. Yeah, he just really likes blood, I It'd guess. It'd be cool if he like grabbed it and like looked at it or something, but like... What are you licking it for? And one, one of the football players in the room is like, hot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, ew. They really want you to hate these football players because they're going to murder the shit out of them. Oh, I do. Yeah, that's what they do in these movies. This Teacher movie says, is so, like, all of these teenage boys are so rapey. Yeah, it's just like others. Yes, because this is one of those movies where it is just super woke. Yeah. And yeah, every man I is a rapist. I think it's super woke. Oh, it sure is. The teacher says uh, she needs to worry more about class and less about flirting. But Nyla, we've never seen her flirt before. This teacher is... He's just a dick. Yeah. He's yeah. A dick. I mean, she's a bitch. She stopped flirting. She doesn't flirt like, with that kid. Yeah. She like, doesn't talk to him at all because she's too nervous. <laughs> if this is shop class and they have these dog houses they're supposed to be making, we don't really see them with any kind of tools. 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 It Actually working yeah. them. Like... At least the shop class in 10 Things I Hate About You looked like a shop class. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This looks like the lab, like, this looks like fucking science class. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Cameron's book never did get that hole taken out of it. <laughs> uh, Nyler and Josh wait for Millie. That's Nyler. a much better high school movie than this. <laughs> in their hiding spot, uh, Millie and Butcher's body shows up. They scream. She tries to explain what's going on. Nyla kicks her in the balls. And she doubles over. Oh, balls. I've got balls. <laughs> She's very surprised at how much it hurts. <laughs> I like that part. That that's, That is creative. <laughs> Which uh, leads me to this question that I was telling Carly. I had I, I had one to ask, but don't want to offend you guys. <laughs> Go ahead. Your, she took a shower already. You made she me... She took a shower. Mm-hmm. Do she, I think she, she wanked it? She wanked it. Right? <laughs> right? Right? John, she probably did. <laughs> because, you know, the first thing that he did was be like, boobs! Yeah. He was feeling her, her he, boobs. He, he DJ diddled and then grabbed some boobs, and she obviously, you know... <laughs> like, like they didn't hide the fact yeah, that, that he crack. did. I don't know that... I don't... She played with his balls, definitely. I don't think she would have. I, I don't know. She played I, with his I balls. I told Tony, I, I don't... Because before... This was before I watched it, I mm-hmm. think. Um... And I wasn't, I didn't know that there was a set amount of time. I think if it had been longer, for sure. Oh, 100%. But I don't know that she got to it and did it immediately. She was in the shower. I don't think women are as curious 
about, about penises, penises as men are about vaginas. I, <laughs> I don't think she did, and here's the reason why. Because I think if she had woken up in a more secluded area, like an old motel room or something like that, or his crappy apartment and woken up with morning wood, <laughs> she would have been intrigued and she would have yanked it. But morning she woke wood. up in a crack house. And she's been too busy this whole time freaking she out to yank took it. took a shower. Because she was covered so in crack house. So she's rubbing with soap. And then... So do you yank it every time you shower? No, but I've had a penis... <laughs> Going on almost 50 years. Yeah, but, but she's I'm never very familiar had, she's never with had, the instructions. <laughs> she's never... She's never... She's never... instructions! She's never... She's had access. She hasn't had access. Oh my God, she's never, my favorite line. She's never had a penis. So when she starts rubbing, she's like, oh, wait a minute. What's no, going on but, here? Why? It's... Look, let me shit. stop this conversation for what? you right now. I have the solution. Oh my God! Standing up peeing is a lot of fun, and then she does helicopter. Dip. Yeah, she a hundred percent yanked it. Now, no, I'm not saying she, she yanked I it to don't completion. Think she, had time. <laughs> she did. She played helicopter dick. What do you think she did after that? <laughs> she was still in the bathroom, and they were right there. She, she didn't have care. time to yank it. I'm saying and she. Why, and if she, I'm not saying she yanked, yanked it. That's to the completion, first time she peed, but and the first time she played helicopter dick. How is that if the first she time yanked, she peed? If she, if she yanked it in the shower, she would have also then played helicopter dick. Don't tell. So she didn't yank it in the she, shower. She, look, she, she was, didn't because she didn't helicopter dick till later. She was playing with the penis. Penises are fun, you know. Just because you guys would play with boobs doesn't mean girls would play with dicks. See, look, if also, this, she knows I would have immediately tried to kill her. Who tried to kill her? So maybe she doesn't want to. This look. was, See, if this this was the, reality. He never would have left that bedroom because he'd have been like, "No, I'm, I'm staying home today. Why? I need to check some shit out." <laughs> <laughs> standing in front of if the mirror naked me, the entire time. The very first thing I, I would do me. was pee standing up. <laughs> Well, you're in the shower. Very you intriguing. do that anyway. Yeah, like, that's another thing. She was in the shower, but she didn't pee in the shower? I'm just saying. Rubbing, I don't believe rubbing that. rubbing it with soap. Things happen. Maybe she didn't clean it. Maybe, but... Maybe, maybe she was too afraid to touch it. Maybe she's kind of a prude. She, she was not afraid to touch it. it. Maybe it was too big <laughs> and it scared her. If she was too afraid <laughs> to touch it, she, she wouldn't be do doing a helicopter dick. Maybe yeah, she didn't have to touch it to do helicopter dick. And she peed on the floor, so she obviously wasn't... Using aiming very well. Well, it's the first time. <laughs> so Nyla and Josh run away screaming. Audra, send me a text. Do you think she yanked it? <laughs> I'm not necessarily saying she yanked it to completion. Ken, I'm saying she played you don't with have it a little to. bit. We know. I would like Ken's opinion and Ben's opinion and Nikki's opinion. So if everybody could just text me their that. opinion on whether she yanked it. And if you're <laughs> none of those people, but you listen to this podcast, please send me an email and at the Underappreciated Movie Podcast. Because I actually am very intrigued. Did she yank it? Yank bait. The yank gate? Yank gate 2024. <laughs> she yanked it. So I will update as, you on the next episode. As they <laughs> run, Josh yells, you're black and I'm gay, so we're dead. See? Woke. They fight a little. But that's funny. And it's not Millie, funny. It's very funny. It's not funny. Not even a little bit. It's very funny. A lot. Yet I'm not laughing. They all fight. And Millie shoves Nyla. She flies across the room. <laughs> Millie's like, oh, wait. I'm strong. <laughs> Joss throws a, a bunch of tater tots on Millie. And she's like, really? <laughs> they fight around a little bit more. Till Millie is knocked down again. 
And then she says, She's never gonna keep me down? And then she says, Okay, look, we're all tired and we've done a lot of fighting. She drank some whiskey drink, she drinks some vodka drink. She drinks some vodka drink, she drinks some cider drink. She sings songs a reminder of the good times. She sings songs a reminder of the better times. And she yanks it. I'll tell you what, Chumbawamba is pretty good. Really, name another song. Chumba Wumba, always be chumbin. I, like, I wish I had the crickets noise. Chumba Wumba, always be chumbin. <laughs> Subtitle track. It's a song. Chumba Wumba's always be Chumba Wumba, always be chumbin. How does that go? How many people are for me? Let's see. Uh, Chumba Wumba. You may proceed, Mona. To prove he's Millie, he does the mascot dance. Joss asks, "What's your favorite movie?" She says, "It's um." She Eternal said, Sunshine. She tells people it's but Eternal it's Sunshine, but it's Pitch Perfect Pitch, 2. Pitch Perfect 2. What's your favorite TV show? Sabrina. What's your favorite snack? Triple Berry Gushers. I was like, ew. Who's your biggest crush? <laughs> the Booker Hooker? The Booker Hooker. Then they do the elaborate handshake, and they're all like, oh, okay, well, I can't believe No, it. no, I thought his name was Booker Hooker. His name, no, his is, name Booker. is Booker. It's Booker um, Strode from yeah. Halloween. I think it's probably the cute nigga in the half form, the Booker Hooker. Because if your last name is Hooker, you don't go with the name Booker. <laughs> <laughs> Unless your parents really hate you. <laughs> um, sometimes they do. <laughs> so they go to the bathroom to chat. She explains as best as she can what happened. And standing and peeing is kind of kind of rad. <laughs> yeah, it is. She explains about the Ladola like dagger. Josh Googles it and pulls it up on Wiki. And uh, it's an Aztecian sacrificial dagger. Despite being in Spanish 3, he can't figure out what it says. So they take it to the Spanish You get Spanish all mad at him. Spanish 3, you can't read <laughs> informational text about a dagger. <laughs> the teacher says that if the sacrifice is done um, correctly, they will switch bodies. If, if it's not done... Or no, incorrectly. He didn't kill oh, her. Oh, incorrectly, they switched bodies. He didn't bodies. kill That's her, right. so they switched bodies. But then you will, the change will be permanent if you don't do it in, right within 24 hours. Who and even, I thought... Who made this dagger and why? Me if I'm wrong. I thought... 24 hours. <laughs> that one of the reasons it didn't work is because she's a virgin. This, oh, does that I, ha not I have anything not. to do that, with that it? No, up. I don't think because, so. Because, like, when they show the temple and she's on the top and they said it had to do with sacrifices yeah. and usually those were virgins. I thought it had something to do with These were Mayans? I didn't. Yeah, Aztecs. 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 But I, Why do we put so much faith in anything they do? They used to kill people regularly to make sure the sun came up. Yeah, well, I feel like this is some, some major flaw in your dagger design that if you mess up the sacrifice... You swap places. You should have paid yes. attention in Cameron's class. You yeah. would have been, dagger design would have been better. Right. Is, is this it just seems like something they wouldn't have made. <laughs> is this to make sure the, that no there's matter no good what, part to this? Can... I mean, I guess it makes sense if you're an old tribal elder and you kill, you you stab you want, a you, younger person. You get to be their them and to they you know, steal their body. Yeah. So they, you're younger and they you, they stay old or something. I guess it's a way to be immortal. I guess. I don't know. Tony's like, I'm always looking for I mean, I, write, I wrote it in my book, but, you know, it's not ideal. In your book of shit, you're looking at it. Like, yeah. All right. Tony's going to be a teenage girl next week. Like, I mean, hey. <laughs> it's the best I'm I can 15. Do. I mean, it's like, least buys me some more or time. Or I guess it would mean you wouldn't mess up the sacrifice because like, you don't want to be stuck in the body And the first time I'm going to ask Tony's be like, hey, Tony, do, do you yank it? That's about to fucking <laughs> <and> die. <laughs> He's like, I'm doing that right now. <laughs> I, I mean, it's got to be so you don't mess up the sacrifice. Because if it does, then you have to take their place. You, Somebody else kills you. And then this virgin's a temple priest? Yeah. 
<laughs> While this is happening, Millie is hiding in a uh, oh, right here. A closet? A broom stall? A broom closet? I guess. Bathroom stall? Okay. Ba oh yeah, the bathroom stall. Boy She's comes in. The, bathroom. in. the boy that barked at her. Yeah. And uh, tries, to make, her, dogs tries to make her <laughs> get out. He's like, hey, man, hurry up. I got to take a shit. So he opens the door and scares the fuck out of this guy. And he's like, sorry, I thought you were someone else. Who did you think was in there? Lifts him up, smashes him against the wall. Says, you don't ever bully Millie ever again or anyone else. You hear me? He yells, yes, cries, and pees himself. Gross. <laughs> Josh and Nyla explain to Millie that she has to stab the butcher in nine hours or it's permanent. But the dagger's in the police station. Millie stops and says, "What well, the butcher has my body. Um, if we don't stab him, he'll kill everyone in this freaking school. And we cut to Cameron. Uh, Cameron's class, butcher and Millie's, Millie's body is there, puts on a long coat and safety glasses as the teacher yells at her. I like this scene. Because the you see the butcher expects to be able to overpower him. Yeah. And he's not. Yeah. <laughs> like, he gets his ass kicked. It's well, like, that's, that, was, that was one of the things that told Carly that I did like about this movie a lot was the, I don't know if it was on purpose, it may have just an accidental byproduct of the story, but I do like that there's a kind of a balance because Vince Vaughn's a huge dude. He's like six foot five. So he something. can, like, push most of everybody in this movie around without mm -hmm. any trouble, and then the, the killer is stuck in this mm -hmm. little girl's body, so he, he's like, fuck, he can't, I can't yeah. kill anybody unless mm -hmm. he has, like, a chainsaw so they can't really fight each other they're usually like oh and she can just throw people around it's like yeah eh, she's not throwing it usually good the, until the end usually the killer mm -hmm. just kills everybody and there's nothing you can do about it but, but um it's like in child's play yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly the doll can't really you're killed just... by a doll you kind of deserve it a little bit so but sometimes the doll is creepy and uh we found that out when we did uh, the trilogy of terror yeah, but sometimes the doll comes to stab me with a little plastic knife, and I grab it, and I take it in the kitchen, and I cut its arms off and throw it in the fire. And that's a short. That's a short. It's not a movie. Sometimes I punch it like a football. Yeah. Like, no, come on back. Yeah. So the teacher yells at him. She walks over towards the table with the large circular saw and turns it on and then rushes the teacher with a screwdriver, but he throws her onto her back. Uh, she jumps back onto him, and he uh, he's... He slams her against the wall slams and then does a little Greco-Roman kicking. kicking the shit out of her. Mm -hmm. um, like you would. He leans down and says, that's what you get for fucking with me, Missy. And then she stabs him in the throat with a screwdriver. Uh, as he limps away, spitting blood spilling out of his throat, he falls on the table saw. Uh, Butcher grabs his legs and pushes him through, bisecting him long ways. It is also very... It's gory. And you can tell this is an old saw because new saws, when they hit skin, stop. Stop, yeah. Tony was like, you might not want to look. I didn't watch this death, actually. <laughs> I did. I, I like watched watching them the all. videos. like, we're going to test this. And they got like a chicken. And they try to cut it with a <laughs> table saw. And it too. never works. <laughs> it, the saw blade just drops. Yep. It's like, that's amazing. How'd they figure that out? <laughs> I don't know. Mm -hmm. Some cool technology, that's for sure. Mm -hmm. As Butcher leaves the classroom, two cops walk by. She smiles at them and they say hello. Is they it leave. me you're looking for? She goes the other way when Nyla, Josh, and Mitcher and Mitch, Millie and Butcher's body come around the corner. They face off, but Butcher and Millie's body screams, Help, it's the Butcher. Which, earlier, the Butcher seemed like an idiot. And now, all of a sudden, the Butcher is smart enough to yeah. yell, Help, it's the Butcher. 
Yeah, he, he's like he's kind of like a mindless killer in the beginning, but now all of a sudden he's got a little bit of a personality, and it's like you know, just should have kept him the same. You have plenty of killers that are like nice to be, you know, nice sounding and stuff. He should have either been smart. I mean, he's, he's been a Vaughan. killer just for a really Vaughan. well. He's been a killer for a really long time. He could have just been smart. Yeah. People pour out the classrooms. The police chase them. They jump in Josh's car and haul ass away. They throw out an APB just as they pass Charlene. She heads into pursuit. They lose her for a second, sure, and uh, run into a department store. Well, Charlene is incompetent. Well, yeah. <laughs> very, very incompetent. It's actually upsetting. This is one of those things where it's upsetting how incompetent the cops are. Yeah, all the cops in here, <laughs> with the exception of one we'll get to, are really, like, just made it played as jokes, and it's like, whatever. They're not Shady Brook PD, tell you that much. No. <laughs> Nobody ever is. It's Shady Brook wouldn't have been handling this shit. They'd have fucked this guy up a long time ago. <laughs> so, of course, this is, of course, the department store they run into is Millie's mom's. Uh, Millie's in Butcher's body, hides in a changing room. And then Millie's mom, which they call her Coral, which in the subtitles, which is weird, okay, because nobody ever says her name in the entire movie, but sure, that's what her name is. <laughs> Uh, she comes in and tries to bust in on the room to check it or whatever she's doing. And Butcher's like, whoa, whoa. Or Millie's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And, uh, tries, they talk a little bit and she tries to help, uh, Millie and Butcher's body dress. But he doesn't want any help. Pick out polos. As someone who works retail, if the customer doesn't want help, you walk away. Because you do not, you have shit to do. You don't tell them the story of your life? And no. then try to ask them out? You have shit to do. And if they don't want any help, you're like, okay, cool. I'll be over here. You let me know. So she tells him her the story of her life about her, fa- about her, her father. Her, her dead husband. husband. Well, her father, though. Mills. Yes. Mm-hmm. They bond for a little bit actually talking about their loss. And they work out a little bit of their problems. She ends up asking him out. He explains, oh, that he's married. Nyla gives Miller. He has a... He has the kind of reaction that would have made this woman feel terrible. Because he's like, ew, gross. Yeah. And as someone, you, this woman would be mortified. She's never dating again after some after Lane she said, hit on a guy that said, ew, said, gross. as someone who, and then caught herself. Well, I was going to say, as someone who's a woman. <laughs> like, but. Uh, Josh and Nyla roll up on her and give Millie an Aaron Rodgers mask. And they She's would, like, who's that? <laughs> Green Bay Packers. Because she hates sports. Yeah. Josh uses Instagram to find the butcher. And uh, apparently she is with the rest of the football team at an arcade slash putt-putt place. And they there they say they want to throw a party. Millie says the old mill would be a great place. And they're all down. One grabs her ass. She tells him, uh, you know, your touch makes my pussy drier than sandpaper. And she can't wait to kill you. That's some cold <laughs> shit. <to> say <laughs> she then grabs a box cutter and signals Booker to follow her into a private place of the putt 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 of putt putt. Josh Nyla Miller, Miller in, or Millie. Yeah. I keep writing the same Miller because I wrote Millie in Butcher's body. Show up in time to see this, and she wants to say Booker. They split up and search for him. The butcher in Millie's body stalks Booker with the box cutter. She moves to slash him, but uh, Millie in the butcher's body hits him in the face with a putter. Really hard, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would hurt. Even a putt-putt putter. Um, 
Booker runs and Millie and Butcher's body has to catch him or he'll call the police. So she KOs him. <laughs> now Nyla, Josh, Millie are in Josh's house with Butcher tied up and Booker knocked out on the couch. Booker wakes up and freaks out. Millie tries to explain it to him. Uh, Booker's not hearing it. Uh, Butcher in Millie's body tries to fake, saying, help me, help me. They've caught me and they're tying mm-hmm. me up. Um, it's a pretty fun little breakdown. I don't, I didn't write it all down. Is it's it, a lot. Is it fun? I mm-hmm. thought it was funny. It's super funny until Millie decides to convince Booker by reciting the anonymous poem she left in his They didn't pocket. set that up. <laughs> what? This is mortifying, and I was very deeply upset by, her, <laughs> by Vince Vaughn saying this poem out loud. And I was like, oh my god, she left him an anonymous poem! <laughs> I cannot think of any... The only thing more upsetting is the fact that that mom could never, ever go on a date again. <laughs> Butcher calls Millie pathetic, and, and Nyla shoves correct. a sock in her mouth. Mm-hmm. This poem is a, is kind of weird and I mean it's more than just like a girl writing a poem to a boy. It's like very intricate really and long. kind of creepy and mm, like mm-mm. it was it was better in it when it was like four lines. This is like a page. Yeah, this is not okay. With all the police in the world searching for the butcher, the police headquarters will be easy to break into. Movies. Yeah, Am not. I right? <laughs> yeah, all the evidence just like on the side. They keep their evidence in, like, a... Not an evidence locker, I'll tell you what. It's um, just like a locked cabinet with yeah. mesh doors. Yeah, right? <laughs> that does not seem where we keep a priceless dagger, which I'm sure that dad whose kid's daughter was murdered reported as stolen. Mm-hmm. So the uh, crew all goes to uh, look for the police station, and Josh says, you can't just leave me here with murder, Barbie. He says, well, somebody has to stay with her behind the garden. Nyla Booker and Millie and Butcher's body pull up. Nyla has a plan. It's actually not the worst plan. Of course, Charlene is the only police officer left at the station. Nyla runs in and says... That's because she's incompetent, so they left her there. (laughs) (laughs) Nyla runs in and says, the butcher's outside. Help me, help me. He kidnapped me and made me drive him here. She tells Nyla to hide under her desk, and she runs out to investigate. Once gone, Nyla goes for the keys and the evidence they room. leave the keys. To Why the didn't we room? just bring wire cutters? It would have been much faster. No faster than going keys? through a, a ring of keys, I guess. Maybe. Also, I feel like they should have um, tried to convince Char that Millie was the butcher hmm. at any point. I did keep thinking it was going to happen, especially once Vince Vaughn came into the police station. I feel like Char would when have been. When there was a chance Im- she could shoot him, yeah. I feel like Char would have been an important asset on the but in our, you know, to try to capture the butcher. It bothers me that they don't that they that Char is not the hero and that it is in fact the weak, wimpy teenage girl. <laughs> Booker and Millie bond and flirt outside in the car. Um, Millie says, "Oddly." <laughs> <laughs> when Booker says. Can I come in the back with you? I was like, oh, no. <laughs> you are not on a date, sir. Millie says oddly that it's been kind of fun to be a large man. She doesn't have to worry about being bullied by little kids anymore. And Booker says, well, you know, you're not strong because you're big. Your strong strength comes from inside. 
No, that's not true. Sure it is, and boy, who is not weak and bullied. Still in you. Yeah, that, that's all bullshit. That, that kid's lying. Strength no. does not come from there. He's, he's a kid. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if he's lying, just as he's Strength comes stupid. from inside, man. No, that's not true. You can believe you want to bench press 500 pounds all you want from the inside. You're going to die. But you got to turn into your mutant form. Oh, that helps. Back at Casa de Josh, uh, he's waiting, watching movies with uh, Butcher glaring at him. He goes to grab a drink, and his mom comes home and sees a teenage girl tied up and gagged in her living room. <laughs> he's like, he mom, tells her, straight. we're just role-playing. And, and she never breaks character. Mm-hmm. Mom is confused because Josh says the role playing. She goes, "Isn't that a sex thing?" When he's very clearly a homosexual. He's like, "Mom." So he comes out. I'm straight. And she's straight. like, "No, you're, you're not." not. And, 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 the, and the good part of this is even Butcher can't stop laughing. <laughs> the sock in his mouth. Mm. Mom doesn't buy it, so she goes to free Millie. Uh, butcher with a butcher has a knife. Butcher frees himself and chases Josh and Mom into her bedroom. Back at the littlest cop headquarters. And this is where this movie falls apart. Because at no time did they address that mom that knows that Millie tried to murder her with a knife. Who didn't actually get murdered. So this is the, like, what? Yeah. This is a grown-ass, reliable adult. No matter how you adult. explain it, she tried to kill her with a she knife. She tried to kill her with a knife. And the, the voodoo hoodoo shit isn't going to hold up in court. Mm-hmm. The voodoo hoodoo shit. Back at the littlest cop headquarters, Nyla finds the keys <laughs> and gets the dagger. Josh calls and explains. Charlene catches Nyla and draws her gun outside. What? I drew my gun <laughs> on a kid? on a kid yeah. on an eighteen year old kid. Yeah. You don't even okay. All so she me- does is draw her gun all the whole movie, but she doesn't. But you think maybe if you thought she broke into the evidence locker, but you didn't even really see what she was doing. She could have just been looking at stuff. She already had the knife. Like, she had completed her theft at this point. You didn't see what it was. And Nyla does... And this is where Nyla should be trying to explain what is happening. Outside, uh, book, like Elaine was saying, Booker moves to the back, from the uh-huh. front seat to yep, the back. Yep, because they're to be now on a Millie. date. She's, he's, uh, he says he loved the poem. Mm-hmm. Josh, uh, or... Uh, Booker. Booker says he's always liked her. And they share a moment. They kiss. And, uh, no, so he goes, he's like, I want to kiss you. And they kiss. And he kisses a 55-year-old man. Now, I get that you could still see past the man to, to talk to Millie, you, if, especially if you have feelings for this girl. But guess what? You don't have feelings for this old man. And if you did, I'm sorry, Millie, you can't date him now. You know he likes old men. <laughs> you can't. You can't come back. He's been home in 20 just, years from work and he's going to be banging out a 75-year-old. There's just no coming back from this knowledge. Your crush is over, Booker Hooker. <laughs> Butcher and Millie's body goes to the police station thanks to Josh's phone call and sees the dagger. Millie Butcher runs in and Charlene immediately shoots at him. She dives and is missed. Again, you immediately shot at a man. You can't just immediately open fire on someone. And... You didn't even really get a good look at the butcher. Like, yeah, you don't know this. I mean, I guess he looks like him, kind of, but he's a, he's a tall think, white dude with black hair. They're not that rare. That makes me think of that John Mulaney thing where he's like, somebody says, Would you kill Hitler? And he's like, Like now? Like if I saw a man who I thought looked like him on the street? 
no. <laughs> because I don't 100% know what he looks like. And I'm often wrong. <laughs> uh, Butcher Millie grabs the knife and steals Charlene's cop vehicle, almost running over Josh on the way out. And Josh goes, your sister's a terrible driver. No, that was, th- like, at any point, I would not think that that was Charlene. <laughs> well, you, I would hope you would see them as they drove by and almost ran you over. Right. Charlene draws down on Millie Butcher. Uh, mm-hmm. She moves him toward the jail cell at gunpoint, but Booker runs in uh, distinct and distracts Charlene. Millie knocks the gun away, carries Charlene into the cell and locks her in. And this is where I explain to Charlene what has happened now that Charlene is trapped. Yeah. And I can yes. use yes. the secret things to tell her things that nobody else knows. That's, that's exactly right. Yes. And because now we have Charlene on our side, but... I mean, maybe we don't want her because she's so incompetent. Well, but... also, I think there's too many characters in this movie. Mm, well. We have we have two friends and a boyfriend, you know, and the do- and the sister. That's not and her the boyfriend. That's the butcher's well, boyfriend now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> They're it's dating. Just, there's just too many characters. Sorry, Vince Vaughn, when you get your body back. Oh, by the way, you're dating him now. <laughs> the gang is all together. Josh Booker, <laughs> while uh, while Butcher has the knife. Um, they go to the party at the old mill so the old mill is where the butcher lives and I would not want to send a bunch of teenagers to the place where I squat and I keep all my creepy serial killer stuff to have a party what if they touch my creepy serial killer stuff what if they touch your head that's in a toilet what if they're allowed and the police come investigate and find all my creepy serial killer stuff? I have managed for 20 years not to be caught as a serial killer? What? <laughs> and now I'm just taking people to my lair? Well, and by people, I mean every high school student in this town? <laughs> Get the fuck out! Well, Butcher goes to the party and uh, leads one of the asshole, asshole jocks to the private to a private place. And <laughs> the crew makes it to homecoming. There's only 18 minutes left. Booker puts his uh, Apple, I guess it's an Apple Watch, on Miller and sets a timer. Mm-hmm. The other two jocks end up uh, with Butcher and Millie's body, and they want to do a four-way with her. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is weird. You what? have three holes and there's three of us. <laughs> one has a large whiskey bottle. She takes it, pours it out, smashes it in one of their faces, and slits the other one's throat with it. That was also a bit rapey, by the way. But that was a lot rapey, was not that, a bit rapey. What, like, if she said no, were they still going to do it? Is this a gangbang? I'm very... Mm. So they just want to gangbang the 17-year-old girl. These kids are on something weird. Well, they have to be assholes, because we're going to kill them. <laughs> yeah. At least uh, the last one tackles her and beats her up a bit. Uh, she jumps up, grabs a chainsaw that's conveniently sitting there cranks it up rams well, it into his crotch. house so maybe she staged it what's funny is um actually so those first two that she killed not a crime they were gonna rape her mm-hmm. she's good yeah. that last one not so much <laughs> that she uh it's hard she... justifying running a chainsaw also, some crotch yeah <laughs> after so she chainsaws his, his dick like a girl would do to a rapist but I feel like the serial killer that was just going to kill you anyways would not do that. They would just cut off your head. They don't care about the extra dick trauma. <laughs> extra dick trauma. Well, also, I'm, come on. also, men don't tend to go for the dick. Nope. Yeah. 
And he is a man. <laughs> Just because he's in a girl's body. To be body, fair, he was a man that was about to be raped by three dudes. So He never thought he was in any danger of being raped. I don't know. He, um, there wasn't, would, he wasn't going to be able to do anything about it. He just happened to... Yeah. If they hadn't had that whiskey bottle, it might have been... Uh, it had been something that rhymes with great. I feel like he would not have brought him back there if he didn't have... Well, he was just bringing the one back. He had a dagger. No, he was bringing one back there. He, he was had... planning to kill the one. Know, he was not prepared I for there know. to be three of them. Yes, and he also... But he had a dagger. It's not like he didn't have a weapon. Yeah, that's not going to help against three But I still don't dudes. think he's going for dick trauma. He no. didn't get raped. It's a little It's a little weird. The Millie. movie's called Freaky. <laughs> so, uh, some things are totally off. Millie, it's freaky dicky. Millie in uh, Butcher's body has the Aaron Rodgers mask on, and his crew run in, and they split up. Josh asks a drunk jock where Millie is, and he pulls Josh away from everyone. <laughs> Millie in Butcher's body and Booker find the dismembered bodies. The police arrive. The jock wants to make out with Josh, but he says no and shoves him away. He calls him while being like, kissed. I don't have time for this. <laughs> Jock calls him F slur and says if he tells anyone, he'll kill Josh. But the butcher comes in through the wall and kills him with Steps a hook in the eye. eye. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like the Beavers are going to have a shitty team next year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they are. Josh screams and Millie comes in. I want my body back. Come and get it. Josh tells Nyland Booker, but a cop hears them and comes running. Millie and Butcher fight. Uh, but as Millie grabs the knife and goes to stab Butcher, a cop comes in and shoots the dagger out of his hand. Wow. <laughs> and the coog was like, nice. <laughs> and that guy transferred to Shady. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Millie in Butcher's body um, gets his leg sliced and uh, isn't really in the best shape when he's chasing after uh, younger, the younger girl, being a homeless killer. So... <laughs> Uh, but so Butcher in Millie's body smokes the old man, but Nyla, Josh, and Booker can run her down, tackle her, and throw the da- uh, the claw dagger whatever to Millie. She goes to stab it, but ding-a-ling, bitches, the timer goes off. Millie cries, but uh, then laughs. But if it's midnight, why isn't the town bell tolling? Yes, and why would she want? To, why would the killer want to be stuck in a girl? Because nobody knows who he is. Also, now you get another 20 years of murdering people, and nobody's going to suspect the little girl. I mean, eventually, <laughs> somebody's going to figure it out. Yes, but for a while, yeah. It'd be, better if, it'd be better if he had, like, a plan to get, like, some other dude or some other big crazy dude or something, but... He could just do it all over. He could just body swap all over the place, and every time he murdered somebody, he could body swap. Mm. That would be a cool series. Yeah. He just keeps it, you know, th- kill three they people, should, then body it. swap. Kill they three people, it. then body yeah. so swap. The next movie can go on. Yeah. Stab somebody else. And... Mm-hmm. That's how you set up the sequel. That's, yeah, it could have been a whole series. The end of this movie. But they fucked it all up. I'll fix and this. This movie I'll sucks. Fix this, I'll fix this right at the end. <laughs> yeah, they shoot mm-hmm. the fuck out of him and he comes back. So then we find out that uh, not only did Booker send his watch five minutes early, that all of this happened in 12 minutes, mm-hmm. which is impressive. Also, I don't think you can set an Apple Watch to be five minutes early. I don't know. You can't. I don't know that it was an Apple Watch. It just kind of looked like. The I, it one, looked the one like you an. Have. It does <laughs> look like an Apple Watch, but I don't think you can but it set. Doesn't, you don't you, set an Apple Watch. It's it just runs. Yeah, it's automatic time. It's it like Apple it goes sets off the, the time. The uh, master clock. Hmm. 
It's not something you can change or make five minutes ahead. He should have had a regular fucking watch. So she stabs him. You could, I guess, but you'd have to change everybody's phone everywhere. (laughs) That seems like a bit much for you to be late. Yeah. So she stabs him. Aztec Temple appears. Cloud covers the moon. And they switch. Butcher and... uh, What's her name? Body uh, turns to see the cops. And Josh yells, shoot that motherfucker. And they oblige him. They oblige him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I listen to teenage boys, especially ones that were just five minutes ago, considered part of a criminal yeah. conspiracy. Butcher drops dead. Or does he? The he doesn't, because they're terrible cops. The crew <laughs> reconvenes in an ambulance, and Booker shows up. They see the cops take the dagger away, and Millie and Josh kiss. Yay! Nyla and... Or, Millie and Josh kiss, and then Nyla and... No, Millie and... Not Josh. What's his name? Booker. Booker. Booker Hooker. And then Nyla and Josh cheer. And Millie flips them off. They hug. And she runs up. Well, Booker Hooker. In the ambulance, they seem to stabilize uh, Butcher for the moment. But he's probably not going to make it. And we see the Butcher finally pulse dies out. But we see that it was and just, I feel like out of the pulse thing. this is the scene, and then we should see him take the dagger bag of evidence that's conveniently left in the ambulance and stab one of the the male EMT, and now that's the new butcher. And we don't know, mm. and they don't know. And who that's he is. what we should have seen, but that's not what happened. That would have been cool. At home, Millie snuggles with her mom, and sis says, "Love you, good night." Mom says it's cool if Millie wants to go away to college. She leaves mom's room but notices her back door's open. And then I go get my sister the cop because I just had to fight a serial killer. No, you don't do that. You walk around the house looking in the dark. No. You don't turn lights on. Also, how hard is how hard of a sleeper is Charlotte? Because she goes or Charlene or whoever whatever this girl's name is, because she goes, Char, you left the door open. She yells that. Yeah. So the mom, whose daughter just fought a serial killer, and the Stupid cop who almost fought, who whose sister fought. Through, nobody comes out. Nobody comes out to look. Instantly, I'm getting my gun. I'm coming out. This is the worst cop ever. Yeah, agreed. She should have been murdered. <laughs> there is movement and sound. Butcher appears behind her. It pulls a knife to her throat. Charlene pulls up behind him, levels her weapon, but no bullets. What do you think? I'm stupid, Hans. <laughs> Millie's mom smashes an empty wine bottle on his head. Lucky there's a couple of those around. Char body checks him. Sure. Uh, Butcher KO's mom and Char, while Miller uh, Millie charges him with a knife, Butcher turns around and says, don't stop. And then he explains all the ways that her life sucks and how he can help her become, you know, more like him and all this stuff. And, you got what and you wanted, but you're still not happy. He's been in her body, so he knows more about her than she thinks he does. And she goes, well, that's fine, because I know I've been in your body, too, and I know something about you. You got that BDE. And he says, what's that? And having balls sucks. And she kicks him in the balls. Which is so dumb. And then the Femme 3 go to town. So dumb. This is so upsetting. Okay, so Char has a gun and has bullets. And yet, they stake him like a vampire? That was kind of cool. <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Tony I haven't been this angry about stuff. the end of a movie since we watched... What's that stupid vampire winter snow movie with the advent calendar? <laughs> what was that? Red snow? snow? No. Red uh, snow, was yeah. Red was it red snow? Where we find out at the end that she's keeping the vampire in a garage. Yeah. And then she pours the blood. No! That was so gross. That's what she- you do. 
she could keep him captive, but you don't waste all that blood by pouring it all yeah, over that was, him. That was, <laughs> really, was so angry. Really stupid. This was also that same level of stupid. Why did they always lose it at the end? But they're fighting and blah, 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 blah. And like she said, they break a chair leg or something and ram it into his chest. And then Millie karate kicks it through him and literally fucking Because now she has him. karate skills? Like, is she buffy? I guess. And then he falls on the ground dead and there's something, like they make it look like in her eyes that she really liked this killing. And then they're I like... I bet she did. They're like, okay. Yeah, because her nose is like broken. So she she's says, got eyes on her face. fucking peace. Whatever, what? Whatever that means. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that And that, that is the end. Mm. What did you think? Well, John automatically yayed it. But what did you think? John. <laughs> I'll put him under yay. Uh, hold on a second. <laughs> Let's pump the brakes on that yay, shall we? Got to, uh... mm-hmm. All right, so my favorite character is um, <laughs> Millie inside of Vince Vaughn. You sent me a post while we were sitting? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have time. Okay. Right here? Well, Your favorite character is, Mi- is Vince Millie Vaughn as Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn. So Vince mm-hmm. Vaughn Millie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, my least favorite character is every student in the high school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hate kids. And the teacher. That no, teacher was fine. You liked camera? Oh, yeah. Camera was fine. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I like that actor. And his mustache was cool. Yeah. My favorite... Line is, I'm not here to clam jam with you, Millie. <laughs> I said, I said that's our thing, but that they used it different. They use it the opposite way that we say it. Uh-huh. A clam jam for us is a cock block for a lady. <laughs> she said clam jam. I'm like, yes. <laughs> Why is everybody talking about my ex girlfriend? Uh, I don't know. Gladriel, I don't know I don't what know. you're talking about. Uh, I, I <laughs> and that's my favorite scene, I guess, is when um, Vince Vaughn is peeing and he can just, you know, he's having he fun. With, he's having fun with his penis because penises oh. are. That's why little boys are always playing with their penis because when you find it and you discover it, it's amazing. It's a good day. It is. And my favorite tertiary object is going to be the red leather jacket. Okay. Because now she's cool. And I'm going to name this because... <laughs> because if you, you want to watch a body-swapping movie, watch um, any 17 other again? body-swapping movie. Mm-hmm. 17 again, 18 again, vice versa. I've like watched this like a thousand son. times before I watch 18 again. Oh. again. <laughs> if you want to watch a slasher movie, watch any other slasher movie. Well, that might not be true. Some really bad ones. <laughs> Except for Jack Frost. There you go. <laughs> That's it. Carly? All right. My favorite character is Vince Vaughn in both ro- bodies. Really? I just liked Vince Vaughn in this movie. I thought he did the serial killer Is he well. a 10? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Viggo Mortensen, you know? I thought On his A to Z scale, he's like a W. <laughs> w would be good. <laughs> No, A being the best, mm. like A plus, and Z being the worst you could be, he's, he's like, like a, a W. W. <laughs> he's a W? Damn. He's um, kind of a weird doughy looking but dude. I thought he did well as a serial killer and as her. I yeah, liked no. them both. Yeah. So well, I was like impressed. A really good actor. He did <laughs> a good job with both. Another um, thing about Blumhouse, they'll usually have one good actor, like Ethan Hawke, or and everybody else is either kids or people you've never seen. That's why their budgets are $5 million. 
Because four million like, goes to the one good actor. Well, no, they'll be like four or five million. The mask in Black Phone was way creepier than this one. They'll go, look, you don't get any money, but you get points on the pack end. <laughs> They're like, okay. My so you got to be good. <laughs> least favorite character was Char, the sister. Yeah, um, she's... I thought everybody's. she was not a good sister. I thought she was not a good cop. I thought she... <laughs> the failure across the board. Um, my favorite scene is when Millie wakes from... When Millie... Millie make... Blah, blah. Mm-hmm. When Millie wakes up as the butcher to when her friends believe her. I liked that whole part where she's mm-hmm. like hiding in the bushes and getting in the school and trying to figure out how to convince people that she is who she is. Um, and my favorite tertiary object is the scary putt putt place because that was bananas. Yes. My favorite line is when she hits her head on a low-hanging tree branch, and she's like, I'm a giant, I'm a giant. (laughs) She's used to being a foot shorter than she is now. And I'll give it a light yay. I enjoyed it. Uh, Tony watches a lot of, you guys aren't around for it, terrible, terrible, terrible movies (laughs) that you're not subjected to. And so I... That's why we're good friends. You don't make me watch this. (laughs) He makes you watch some shitty movies, but... (laughs) So, this one, though, I'd watch again. (laughs) Elaine? All right, so my favorite character is Vince Vaughn as Millie. I think he's delightful (laughs) as a teenage girl trapped in a giant man's body. (laughs) Uh, He played it well. My least favorite character is Char, the sister. She is incompetent. Uh, my favorite scene is anytime Millie has to try to convince somebody that she is Millie, including <laughs> when they kidnap Booker and have to convince Booker, and she tells the most cringy poem ever, and I was so upset, but I still loved it because it was great. Um, Elaine could have watched that scene. She had to look away. My favorite line is, you know that's really inconsiderate because when the in the opening sequence, when the girl pushes the guy out of her vagina, and he's like, I wasn't done. And then, like, she's walking off, and he goes, you know, that's really inconsiderate. And she says, because a guy, because guys are so considerate. And then he goes, maybe a handy, and gets murdered. I think it's really funny that the last thing this kid said was, maybe a handy? That's a rough uh, exit line. I also have a least favorite line, which is when Millie and... Booker are in the car outside the police station, and he says, how weird is it that I kind of feel like kissing you right now? Because it's weird. It's so weird. On a scale of A to Z, it's an A. (laughs) (laughs) It's a negative G. It's weird. It's freaky. Uh, My favorite tertiary object was also the golf course, and um, I'm also going to give this a light yay. I'd watch this again. No. It wasn't terrible. If it's on. No, it wasn't bad, and parts of it were really funny. I didn't for the ending, I would turn it off after he in the ambulance and just pretend that that was the end. Yeah, that last. Well, my problem with that was, I thought, I thought, okay, we're gonna do the ambulance cool because we're gonna make we're gonna lead it to a sequel. Sequel, yeah, not be, not not girl power no. with the chairs and no. shit. That was I fun. mean, no. if they had conveniently put the dagger in the ambulance and he had killed the killed the chick EMT and then yeah. stabbed the, or if he had come to the house. And he stabbed her again with that dagger because he wanted her body or the sister's sister, body. She's a cop. Yeah, that would have been fine. Not what happened because she's not Buffy. Yeah. And the only reason she was even able to defeat him was because of her sidekicks. And she doesn't have sidekicks. She's got drunk mom and ineffective cop. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So my favorite character is also Vince Vaughn as Millie. 
Uh, my least favorite character is Charlene. Mm-hmm. Jolene. Mo- Mom's up there, but Charlene is really Mom bad. wasn't enough to be a character, and she's clearly struggling still with the death of her husband. Okay. Which, while she seems to be a shitty parent, she's also not, like, abusing her children. Like, mm-hmm. so she got drunk and she forgot her kid. Mm-hmm. That's generally on the scale of terrible things your drunk parents could do. Not that bad. Except that it leads to her daughter getting stabbed by a serial And her kid. daughter wasn't... Well, and her daughter wasn't 12. Her daughter was 18 right. daughter or 17. Tony, can That's you let different. Tony do his thing? Nope. Favorite scene is the I'm really Millie scene. That, that was hilarious to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always like in movies, in the switcheroo movies, when they're trying to explain to people I'm so-and-so. Uh, my favorite line was, Shoot that motherfucker. And my favorite tertiary mm-hmm. object is something that you would have to have to see next time you watch it because you probably missed it this time because it's not a big deal. But when we're in we're in Josh's house, all the pictures in the house are pictures of him and his mom, and they're doing like they're bananas. They're like praying <laughs> together and smiles, and it's really really stupid. And the one the when she first walks in, there's a giant one on the back wall. It, it kind of reminded me of like pictures I would buy for you guys, but they're like together <laughs> like this, and it says "Live, Laugh, Love" in the middle of it. And they're just hilarious, and you could tell that they made them on purpose. That really stupid and cheesy. I like the movie. Like I say, it has some problems, but you know, I thought it was fun. Mm-hmm. As for the three Blumhouse movies we've seen, this is definitely the weakest. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I think. Uh, well, I don't know between Happy Death Day and Black Phone because they're different well, movies. I would know? say Black Phone is probably the best with the strongest cast. I was gonna say Happy those, Death Day is my favorite. Those kids were really good. Black and Phone, I felt like, was the. Scariest, like that was a scary movie. I've got a couple, but Happy Death Day and this one aren't scary. One of them's they're kind of silly, and even though the the deaths in this movie were gross and graphic, I didn't have to look away. Like it was they're kind of silly. It wasn't like that upsetting kind of. Yeah, you know they're almost tongue and cheeky. What are you doing there? Yeah, these movies, uh, this and and Happy Death Day are sillier movies. Yeah, so they're easier. Black Phone, not Happy so. Death Day was surprisingly entertaining because the acting was like you didn't. I liked it more than I thought I would because the acting was bad, and I was like, these are terrible actors. But by the end, you're just enjoying the film. So I don't even know how that happened. It was so good we watched Happy Bur- Happy Death Day to you. <laughs> I haven't watched it. You told me not to. It wasn't very good. <laughs> and that's that, Carly. All right. Please find us on Facebook.com slash the underappreciated movie podcast. You can email unmoviepodcast at gmail.com. What's your favorite of those three movies that we've done? Have you watched them? They're pretty good. You should give me yeah. a um, And tune in. Next week <laughs> on the podcast. For Carly's pick? Yeah, for, for- Tony's birthday. Oh. Um. Kicking off Tony's birthday month with the movie he and I decided a while ago I would do. Mm-hmm. The Menu. I think the I menu. even oh, the, said it on the podcast that I was going to do it for his mm-hmm. birthday. A long, long time ago. I haven't seen that. I recall nothing of this. <laughs> so I remember being like, oh, I want to watch that. It's one of those, oh, I want to watch that at some point. You never do. I'd be interested so. to see if you like it or not. Yeah. I we'll liked it, out. but there's definitely some... It'll be interesting to see what you guys think. Okay, well, I'm going to go in completely cold. I won't even know what this is about. Cool. I'm not even going to look at it until John and I watch it. I believe it's on HBO. It was at some point, I don't know. But case sera, sera. Right now.